It's been quite a journey. It's almost been a year since uh, the first episode of Bring the Noise podcast. And I mean, what more can I say? It's been a pleasure doing this. It's been extremely uh, fun doing this. And I hope all y'all that listen to me have been enjoying the content that I've been bringing to you because I have certainly enjoyed bringing it to you. You know what I'm saying? Bringing that noise so I had to sit here and think, what did I want to do for the 50th episode of Bring the Noise podcast? And I sat and I thought, and the other day a song came on. I was listening to Rock the Bells on XM, which, you know, you know, I love XM, Sirius XM. I love Rock the Bells LL. And no, it ain't an LL uh, album. We, we get there. I know there's still some I've been missing. We've done an album from this artist before, but... This is by far his best album. It's one of the greatest hip-hop albums ever ever made. It was in my top five of my top ten hip-hop albums from 1988. Today, for the 50th episode, on the 50th, you know, anniversary of hip-hop this year, I'm going to do an album from the one and only Slick Rick, and this one is the debut, The Great Adventures of Slick Rick, Man, this album right here, ladies and gentlemen, I tell you what, this is such a fucking dope album. So, back in the days when I started to get into old school hip-hop, I was buying a lot of 90s hip-hop. That's obviously what's, what, what caught me right off the bat, right? And there was some 80s songs, like Ain't No Half-Steppin' from Big Daddy Kane, My Philosophy from Karis One, um, and then Children's Story from Slick Rick. These were some... Songs from the 80s, hip-hop songs from the 80s that really caught my attention, but I still hadn't really bought a full-length album from the 80s, right? I might have had some compilation albums, like I had the uh, the 20th uh, you know, anniversary for Eric B. and Rakim that obviously had some of their hits from the 80s and so, so on and so forth. And uh, a big thing for me was on MTV2 uh, from 11 o'clock to 12 o'clock, on certain weekdays, they would play the old school hip hop hour, and I would always pop a VHS tape in and record these music videos. And one of my favorites was Children's Story from Slick Rick. I just gravitated to this song so much. I just, I love this song. This song has literally been my uh, ringtone when people call me for like 20 years, like legitimately. And so I remember I was at the Mall of America in Minnesota. And I was in uh, some CD store. I don't remember what the fuck it was called. Um, and I, 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 I knew I wanted to get Easy Ease. Uh, it's on Dr. Dre EP. And I didn't know what else I was going to get. And I all of a sudden looked over and I saw an MC8 album. And I, I bought We Come Strapped. And then I saw Slick Rick. And I was like, man, 
there it is. Because where I'm from, we didn't have like that many CD shops. Like I said, I had one where I would buy all these albums that were already used. That was a big one that I would buy albums from, but it wouldn't have like mainstream. It's kind of whatever would be there. So I saw Slick Rick, and I'm like, well, I really like children's stories. So I'm going to. I'm going to go out on a limb and buy this album, 1988, right? And, oh, my God. Like, obviously, I listened to that Easy album like it was going out of style, but this one got, like, even more play because I just loved this album so much, and it really started making me buy albums from the 80s instead of strictly just sticking to the 90s shortly after that. And so this album came out in November 1st, 1988, and I, I just absolutely fell in love with this album. One thing that's so cool is this album is literally like, it's almost like a book of just short stories. Each song is almost like a short story, right? Um, so it, it's it's honestly for the time that it is. So you heard me do Behind Bars from Slick Rick last year. That was my second episode I ever put out. Um and I kind of touched on how great of a storyteller he is. Cause even in that album, there's, you know, he is, he is the best storytelling rapper out there. I will say that. No, I, I just, I ain't even going to argue. Like there are some great ones out there, but Slick Rick, the way he does it, the way he changes his voice and everything is just amazing. So, but with behind bars in his second album, the rulers back, uh, those those albums were so just kind of rushed and put together because obviously he was in the middle of going to prison um, that they feel unfinished. They feel they just don't have the same like appeal to them as this album does. This album is just honestly, it's a flawless masterpiece. I love everything about it. I listened to it so much that I thought my brother was going to literally have a brain aneurysm. He was like, for the love of God, if I have to hear this fucking British dude rapping any more like I might actually blow my fucking head off like <laughs> um I just I don't know something about and even to this day it's never gotten old to me it's I still listen to it doing the, getting ready for this episode I was like man I love this album so much the song that ended up coming on rock the bells was hey young world and that's what made me go you know, I haven't listened to The Great Adventures of Slick Rick in a while. I'm going to throw that in. And then I was like, you know what? 50th episode, that's what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, November 1st, 1988, he had three singles. Teenage Love was in November of 88. Children's Story was his second single, April 4th, 1989. And then Hey Young World was June 15th, 1989. And like I said, all these songs, it's like it's literally like an audio book of all these short stories and whether that's his alter ego MC Ricky D doing this or him just, you know, rapping a story. It's, it's, it's just something amazing. Fat Joe has even said, uh, for him when he was younger, you know, one way that he could escape, you know, living in the harsh, you know, streets of the Bronx and all the shit that would be going on. He said he would just put this album on and just listen to slick Rick and he could escape just for that little bit, for that uh, 49 minutes and 46 seconds, he could escape and just listen to these stories from Slick Rick, and it helped him through some of the hardest times, and I, I feel that, man. Like, there's when you put this album on, uh, it's one of those albums that if you just lay back and have your, you know, your headphones on, whatever, and you just listen, it's it's just an extremely entertaining 
album, even for 80s, you know, production and everything. Slick Rick's just his charisma and everything and his storytelling ability is absolutely amazing. And this album is so dear to me that that's why I picked it for my 50th episode, because you know what? Why not? I know I had it at number three on my top 10 hip hop albums from 1988. If I wasn't such an ultra magnetic MC fan, I might have had it over Critical Beatdown. Uh, and if Public Enemy didn't drop one of the greatest albums of all time, this, you know, would could. And if someone told me this was their number one album from 88, I, I would totally understand why, because it is that good. I do have it in my top 10 of all time. Where is that at? I don't know. Uh, you know, that episode probably won't be coming out for a while, but uh, whenever I do decide to do my personal top 10 hip hop albums of all time, you can rest assured that this one will be in there somewhere. Anyway, let's get into it. Number one is a song called Treat Her Like a Prostitute, produced by Slick Rick himself. So this is one of the only songs that is actually kind of reused. So these are, uh, it's kind of like a routine that him and Dougie Fresh used to do. So obviously, prior to this album, Dougie, or I mean, uh, Slick Rick had songs with Dougie Fresh like Lottie Dottie the show from like 1985 and that's kind of what built his popularity up was these kind of dirty raps and whatnot he would do or these storytelling ability um that him and Dougie Fresh would kick the beatbox obviously Lottie Dottie is one of the biggest songs from him it's one of the most sampled songs in hip-hop history I'll also state this right now that I said it on Behind Bars. I'll say it again now. Slick Rick is probably, not probably, he is the most, he has to be the most sampled hip-hop artist of all time. Whether it's from Lottie Dottie, the show, or anything from this album, including himself. He samples himself a lot. Uh, me and my friends used to have a joke that when I would get a new album, and by a new album I mean I would get some album that was older but it would be new to us and we'd say okay how long do, how long before we hear a slick rick sample because you can't have an album without a slick rick sample and almost 90 percent of the time at some point in, the, in whatever album i had boom there'd be a sample of slick rick you know saying who is the top choice of them all or just something you know from slick rick and we'd be like oh there it is it was only a matter of time right because He's just so heavily sampled. Anyway, so Treat Her Like a Prostitute is actually old lyrics that he would perform. It's kind of like an old song, only instead of Dougie Fresh doing a beatbox, now there's a beat, and he's kicking it, and he even starts it by saying, here's an oldie but goodie. Hit it, din dun din dun bang, you know, bust in. And this is basically yeah, Slick Rick. I said, Again, I said it on Behind Bars. I don't know who broke his heart back in the day, but he has always had it out for women and not all women, just them, them fucking skis and ass bitches. And so this is uh, him being like, look, you got to treat him like a prostitute. Don't treat no girly well till you tell your tell you share the scoop because all they do is hurt and trample, you know, and here's his first example. Excuse me, what can I have your attention? There's just a few things that I've got to mention. There's girlies out there that seem appealing, but they'll come in your life and cold hurt your feelings, I'm telling you. And Rick is my name. I wouldn't trust no girl unless she feels the same. Treat him like a prostitute. Do what? Don't treat no girly well until you're sure of the scoop. 
goes into what I said, hurt and trample. Here's his first example. Now, his first example, or I guess, you know, that's his intro technically is verse two. Um, now, you've been with your girlfriend for quite a while, plans for the future. She's having your child celebrate with friends, drinking cans in courts, telling all your friends about your family thoughts. Tell one friend was drunk and he starts to act wild, tells the truth about your kid. It's not your child. Acting like a jerk and on his face was a smirk. He said your wife went berserk when you was hard at work. Uh, she led him on and tried to please him. She didn't waste time. She didn't try to tease him. Treat him like a prostitute, you know. So that's that's uh, his first example. His, you know, his uh, second example. Uh, now your wife, uh, you buy lots of jewels and clothes for her. You know, bring her rose, give her everything. You swear she's worth it, but all your friends tell you the bitch don't deserve it. Um, and on this one, this whole verse is about the postman. The, the you know the mailman happens to stop you. You, you come home from work one day. And you're going to, you know, bring a rose and serenade your soon-to-be, you know, wife. And you see the mailman stop by. And he went inside, but he didn't come back out. And he's like, a friendly stop. Come on, is it? The mailman comes and he pays your wife a visit. The thought alone made his temperature boil. You say to yourself, she might still be loyal. You open up the door and you stand in a trance. You see the mailman's bag and the mailman's pants. Come home to party, at work had a hard day, look around your house, you say, where the hell are they? Run upstairs up to your bedroom, look inside your room, you see something brewing. Cover your mouth because you almost choke, you see the mailman's dick way up your wife's throat. Treat him like a prostitute. So that verse is, you caught caught your wife cheating on you with the mailman, come on now. Verse 4. Uh, now your girl, she don't, uh, or I guess now this is his last example, but his verse four. Now your girl, she don't like to have sex a lot, but today she's ready and she's hot, hot, hot. You open up the door. She says, get on the floor. She wants to try things she never had before. Now remember, I've said this before about how the way he goes, you know, he changes his voice. He does things. So that's why I'm going like, get on the floor. Cause that's how he says it. Uh, she takes off your drawers and works you over. She calls you Twinkles and you call her Rover. Next thing you know, the host does to ill. She says, I love you, Harold, but your name is Will. That's not the half till you start to ride her. Take off your rubber, then you come all inside her. It's not yours. Who could it be? It was a slick rapper. I think is MC Ricky. Treat him like a prostitute. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a fun song. Is it misogynistic? God, yes, it is. Like... Uh, and the way I take this is it's like, look, these are just trifling ass women. There's trifling ass men too. And uh, so this isn't all women. This is just how I take it. And it's uh, it, you know, it's just a dirty little story. And, uh, you know, for 88, you started off like that. There's your story. You just got uh, three little stories right in there that are just boom, you know, four stories, whatever. Uh and it's like these short little stories, and right, and it's it's kind of funny, and you just kind of laugh, and you're like, all right, the Slick Rick is here, and this is debut album, and we already know him from Lottie Dottie, what a great story, the show, and now he comes in, and he hits you with an oldie but goodie, you've probably seen him perform this live before, boom, there's your start of the album, and uh, I, I like it, again, to me, this album's flawless, but I always enjoyed this song as a kid. It always made me laugh. It still makes me laugh. Anyway, let's play that clip. Treat him like a prostitute from Slick Rick. Off the album, The Great Adventures of Slick Rick, 1988. Hit it! Excuse me. 
me what? Can I have your attention? Mm -hmm. There's just a few things that I've got to mm -hmm. mention mm -hmm. There's girlies out here that seem appealing But they'll come in your life and call hurt your feelings I'm telling you As Rick is my name I wouldn't trust no girl unless she feels the same Treat them like a prostitute Do what? Don't treat no girly well until you're sure of the scoop Cause all they do is they hurt and trample And we are back and that leads us into the next track, number two, The Ruler's Back. Um, so one thing, to me, I love the beats on this album. Um, there's a lot of the shaker, you know, the ch 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 that's what he's always been known for. That's pretty heavy on a lot of songs on, on here. But um, nonetheless, I like the beats. The main thing, though, is Slick Rick and his storytelling. And that's what will really captivate you over any of the beats. Just going to state that right now, because some people have been like, the beats sound kind of similar or a little simple. I don't know. The, the beats, to me, are great, but it's his lyricism that brings me in in his stories. Anyway, number two, The Ruler's Back. Now, Slick Rick, now we're getting into all new material, right? The first song was the only thing that was older. Now we're getting into new material. Slick Rick always said he wanted this song here, because this was to, uh, you know, basically to signify that he is back. After his hiatus, after, you know, the show and Lottie Dottie from 85 and 86 and everything, everyone's been waiting, you know, where's the album? When's the album coming out? When's the album coming out? Don't worry, the ruler is back. And it comes in like, halt. And it's just him, you know. Everything on here is always him doing voices or, you know, whatever. So it's him going like, halt. Who goes yonder? It is Isaiah, Richard of Nottingham. Well, speak up, man. What is it? News from the Isaiah. Rick the Ruler has returned. And then you start scratching. By the way, Vance Wright, who did a lot of production on, uh, or some production on um, Behind Bars, that is his DJ. So he's kind of all over this album. Anyway, he scratches, stop, 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 stop lying. Dun, 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 dun. I really love this beat. So Jam Master J actually did this beat. So, you know, come on now. What up to Jam Master J coming right after our Run DMC uh, episode a uh, couple weeks ago. Um, and you got start to get the horns. The horns in me, and again, I've said I'm a sucker for horns. And again, that's not a horn sound, but uh, I love that in here. And it's a catchy-ass beat. And he comes in like, gather round, party goers, as if you're still living. And get on down to the old slick rhythm. Now this one here was called The Ruler, my dear. It's a mere party booster that'll set things clear. It's 100% proof of champions of truth. And if you feel the need to spirit, I'll bring back your, your youth. Relax your mind and folks unwind and be kind to the rhythm that you hardly find. And off we go. Let the trumpets blow. Well, hold on, because the driver of the mission is a pro. The ruler's back, and then them trumpets start coming in. It's scratch and hit it, because, of course, he's going to sample himself. Um, and he's in, you know, his his Ricky D, you know, his, his alter ego MC Ricky D is just always this king amongst peasants and they're nothing to him and he's just like oh please be be god be god you know and that's what he's always been about i love the persona 
and the way he raps in verse two, you know, now in these times, well, at least to me, there's a lot of people out here trying to sound like Ricky D, not trying to cause trouble, but it's really a small thing, but they bite in what I'm writing. God, it's great being the king. Some sound all right, but others act illy. Try conquering my crown, but that's really very silly. Now, I'm not the type to get upset, try to disrespect fools just to earn respect, but learn this fact, whether white or black, I can get conquered in the style of rap. And right when he says that, it says, stop lying, uh, which I think is funny because it's him. You're like, oh, maybe he's having a humble moment. No, no, he's not. Stop lying. Um, and he kind of ends that by, by going off, you know, the jealous one's envy and dumb one's tools. Ricky says nothing. He keeps his cool. Revenge is not a mission that the ruler's on. Just forgiveness. Require what's wrong is done. Um, that's done. So off we go. Let the trumpets blow. And, of course, the driver of the mission is a pro. The ruler is back, scratching, hit it again. Um, verse 3 is just basically talking about chilling outside a jam and seeing these people clapping their hands to the beats and that conquer the streets. Uh, um, going through and, you know, everyone in the house looks smashing fresh clothes on their butts and nothing out of fashion. And um, just when you thought nothing could get better, a news flash concealed with bright yellow letters. A kid ran up to the mic and said, alert, hear this. Uh, basically said, hallelujah, kids hear this. The ruler's back and he's here to assist. Uh, so off we go, let the trumpets blow, and the driver of the mission is a pro. Uh, this is a fantastic song. I've always enjoyed this song. Loved it, playing this one. This is one of those songs that he was like, for the love of God, do I have to hear these trumpets any more time? Do I have to hear this guy being like, the ruler's back? Hit it. <laughs> um uh, but it's just it's one of those it's one of those amazing songs. So let's play that clip. The Rulers Back from Slick Rick off the album The Great Adventures of Slick Rick. Let's go. Gather round party goers as if you're still living and get on down to the old Slick River. Now this one here is called The Ruler, my dear. It's a mere party booster that'll set things clear. It's 100% proof from champions of truth. And if you feel you need spirit, I'll bring back your youth. Relax your mind and folks unwind and be kind to a rhythm that you hardly find. And off we go. Let's and we are back and that leads us into number three. My goodness, my favorite Slick Rick song. One of the greatest storytelling songs of all time, if not the greatest storytelling song of all time. This is Children's Story. This is that one that I would uh, videotape on the VHS and I would watch that shit. The music video is funny and the story is just captivating. There's not one person that I've ever shown this song to that they haven't been like, this song is dope as hell. They love this song. People get the words down. They like to sing it. Montel Jordan literally did took that beat and made This Is How We Do It. When he kicks his last verse, no, once upon a time in 94, you know, that's him paying homage to Slick Rick, you know, on an old school track, he could never come whack. And that's, uh, I mean, it's such, it's such a damn good song. This one has also been heavily sampled, and the beat on this one is nuts. Love the fucking beat. And it comes in, doom, 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 Uncle Ricky. And again, this is him doing it. So it's him making like a kid's, a kid voice. Uncle Ricky, could you read us a bedtime stories, please, huh, please? And he's like, all right, you kids get to bed. I'll get the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all tucked in? Yeah. Here we go. 
Once upon a time not long ago, when people wore pajamas and lived life slow, when laws were stern and justice stood, and people were behaving like they ought too good, there was a little boy who was misled by another little boy, and this is what he said. Me and you tonight, we're going to make some cash, robbing old folks and making the dash. So this whole song is about two kids that, you know, basically started doing some dirt, but, you know, one had a problem he couldn't stop, you know? So he goes, they did the job. Money came with ease, but one couldn't stop. It's like he had a disease. He robbed another and another and a sister and a brother. Tried to rob a man who was a DT undercover. So now he's trying to rob a cop. He doesn't know, though. The cop grabbed his arm. He started acting erratic. He said, keep still, boy. No need for static. Punched him in the belly, and he gave him a slap. But little did he know, the little boy was strapped. The kid pulled out the gun. He said, why'd you hit me? The barrel set straight for the cop's kidneys. The cop got scared. The kid, he starts to figure, I'll do years if I pull this trigger. So he cold dashed and ran around the block. Cop radios in to another lady cop. He ran for the tree. There he saw the sister. Shot for the head. He shot back, but he missed her. Looked round good, and from expectations, he decided he'd head for a subway station. But she was coming, and he made a left. He was running top speed till he was out of breath. Knocked an old man down and swore and he killed him. And when he says that, then all of a sudden in the back and hear this, sorry. Then he made his move to an abandoned building. Ran up the stairs up to the top floor. Open up the door, man. Guess who he saw? Who? Dave the dope fiend shooting dope who don't know the meaning of Watson no soap. Fun fact, I always had, a, I have a buddy named Dave. When we would be living, listening to the song, we'd always point at him and be like, Dave the Dope Fiend, you know. And again, while he's, while he's saying this in a slick Rick way, you can picture this whole story just going out. Now, he made his way to an abandoned building. He found a dope fiend named Dave. He doesn't know the meaning of water nor soap. He stanks, you know. He said, I need bullets. Hurry up, run. The dope fiend brought back a spanking shotgun. He went outside, but there was cops all over. Then he dipped into a car. A stolen Nova, okay? So now he jacked a car. Raced up the block doing 83. Crashed into a tree near the university. Escaped alive, though the car was battered. Rat-a-tat-tatted and all the cops scattered. Ran out of bullets, but he still had static. Grabbed the pregnant lady and pulled out the automatic. Pointed at a head, he said the gun was full of lead. He told the cops, back off. Oh, honey, here's dead. Deep in his heart, he knew he was wrong. So he let the lady go and he starts to run on. Siren sounded, it seemed astounded, and before long the little boy got surrounded. He dropped his gun, so went the glory, and this is the way I have to end this story. He was only 17, in a madman's dream. The cop shot the kid, you still hear him scream. This ain't funny, so don't you dare laugh. Just another case about the wrong path. Straight or narrow or your soul gets cast. Good night, and that's when the story ends, you know, this long story, no hook, whatever, and then as the beat goes, all of a sudden Vance Wright is just scratching, doing, knock him out the box, Rick, knock him out, Rick, doom, doom. knock him out the box, Rick, knock him out, Rick, and every time this part's coming on, I'm always sitting there like, knock him out the box, Rick, knock him out, Rick, knock, 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 knock him out, Rick, knock, 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 knock him out the box, and then, you know, you hear the kids in the background, which again is just... Slick Rick doing it goes, oh boy, that Uncle Ricky is really weird. I know, what does he mean? Straight and narrow, your soul gets cast. I don't know, I think he'd be cracking it up or something. Yeah, well, good night, good night. And then he comes in, Slick Rick comes back in like, another Vance Wright, Rick the Ruler, 
presentation. And then that's, you know, he always calls people crumbs, so I always find that funny. Then at the end, he just goes, crumbs. And I have a tendency to be like, motherfuck those crumbs. And that's the main part of the beat when you hear that part, like the the, the piano, like, and it just ends. I mean, if if you haven't noticed, it's just, I love this song so much. The story is so good. The beat is so good. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. And, I mean, what more can you say? Ricky D, doing what he do, uh, children's story. It was always a captivating song to me, and it still is. So, let's play that clip. Number three, children's story from Slick Rick off the album, The Great Adventures of Slick Rick. Play it. Once upon a time not long ago, when people wore pajamas and lived life slow, when laws were stern and justice stood, and people were behaving like they ought to good, there lived a little boy who was misled by another little boy, and this is what he said. Me and you tonight, we're gonna make some cash, robbing old folks and making the dash. They did the job, money came with ease, but one couldn't stop, it's like he had a disease, he robbed another and And we are back, and that leads us into number four, a song called The Moment I Fear. The Bomb Squad actually did this production. It's not as crazy sounding as Public Enemy uh, Bomb Squad beats usually are. But again, you know, Slick Rick was on Def Jam. This album was released on Def Jam, so which was where Public Enemy was at too. So the Bomb Squad was definitely very uh, a part of this, just like Jam Master J, Run DMC, Def Jam. You get where I'm going here. Anyway, number four, The Moment I Fear is also just as good of a storytelling song as children's story. Sometimes I think I might even like it more. Like, I'll be honest with you, the beat is really laid back, somber, and I've always liked this song just as much as children's story. When I first bought this album, this was another song that got heavy rotation. I just absolutely loved it. Um... A lot of other rappers, just like Children's Story, have done similar stories like this uh, around the moment I feared, uh, including Dr. Dre kind of doing it a little bit on one of his songs that never really saw the light of day. But anyway, we're not going into that. Uh, this song is pretty much about, uh, and it is, I don't know if it's him and his ego of Ricky D or just him telling the story, because sometimes he'll just tell a story of like just someone. And Unlike his other stories, you know, Children's Story was just a story about some kid, right? Um, the ruler's back is him being like, the ruler is here. He's usually holding himself up to a high standard, like he's bigger and badder than anyone else, you know. Well, in this one, it's kind of like a humbling story. Like, he things don't go very good for him in this one, right? And so it's like a cautionary tale of a young man that gets involved in some shit, you know? And it starts off pretty just tame. You know, he was sitting on his lunch break, gritting his teeth. The last day of the week, boy, what a relief. His muscles kind of ached. They felt rigid and stiff. He looked around, then he smoked this big fat spliff. Now he's happy as can be. He's in the pothead spell. Put some visine in the eye so that no one could tell. It's 12.55, almost time for the bell. Put the breath mint in the mouth so the mouth don't smell. And that's what I love about this. Like, just those little things right there. Him talking about him smoking, smoking a joint. And then uh, putting visine so that no one could tell, putting some breath mints in so that no one could smell. Just little details like that, that you can just vividly see him, you know, 
doing? Now he's back on his job. He doesn't bother no one. He keeps to himself till his work is done. He's hanging out with Trevor. There's a kid named John and got real drunker than a skunk and happy as can be. So now, you know, they're done. He's hanging out with Trevor and John. They ended up hitting the Latin quarters. They gotten free, scooping all the girls because, you know, he's wearing his he's wearing his jewels. We all know Slick Rick was known for wearing heavy, heavy jewelry. If you didn't know, go look a picture up of Slick Rick back in the days. It almost looks like his neck is going to snap from how big of his fucking chains are. Just saying, you know. Um, there's that classic where he goes, Boogie Down was performing, man. They ain't no joke. So, Karis One and Boogie Down Productions are performing at Latin Quarters. He's there watching. And a bunch of Brooklyn kids was looking all down his throat. Was it his big chains with the big plates on him? Then they rolled on him and told me to run him. So now they're like, run the jewels, dude. You know, and you can hear the P. He goes, this was the moment I fear. And you hear he's, again, he's doing the voices. Hey, yo, homeboy, take off your chains, man. We're about to hurt you real fucking bad. I'm going to fuck you up. And then he goes, this was the moment I fear. Yo, what's the matter, stupid? Take the shits off, man. What the fuck is up? Then Slick Rick goes, man, they're really not real. They're just a front for girls. Then a whole bunch of feelers just caved my world. Uh, I was in pain and so so ashamed I wish I had not came. Had to kindly pick up my face and then ride home on the train. So he definitely got the shit kicked out of him. Got his chains taken. Had to humble himself, pick up his face, and went home on the train. And then he went to an open store. Uh, where he bought himself a court and went to the park. So now he's just sitting in the park. He's, you know, hurting. Figure I'll have a little drink. And then he saw his boy, his homeboy, Danny Boy. And he's with this girl named Sarah in one of the cars. I think this one's a Rivera. She calls out to him, but he really couldn't hear. So he went a little bit close so he could hear a little bit clearer. He said, I need Veronica Place. That's right near Tilden. He said, I know where that's at because that's right next to my building. Gave him the information, went on his day, you know. But then all of a sudden, the next day, someone was knocking at his door. He opens it up, hold up. It's Sarah with some magazines and a Band-Aid kick. She tried to use him and seduce him. And at first, he wasn't with it. Then they did it, and they did it. And he's in the background doing the girl part like, ha, 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 you know, whatever. And uh, she said it was great. She was glad they had done it. The elevator came, and guess what, y'all? Danny Boy was on it. This was the moment he feared. And then you hear Danny Boy uh, going like, hey, yo, man, what the fuck's going on here? What you doing with my girl, homeboy? This was the moment I feared. Oh, I know y'all didn't just finish fucking. I just know y'all didn't just finish fucking. Uh, and then his first three, he's like, well, he was huffing and puffing. Then he swung on me. And so he pulled out the jammy and he silenced him. Then he was dead, two in the head. He took the cash and the visa. She said, don't worry about a thing. Just make sure nobody sees us. We went back to Sarah's apartment and blew off the freezer. She said, we're rich. And we can have whatever will please us. Now, the thing is, is Ricky D don't hang with anyone that's good for that's that's not good for his health. So he put the sugar head out and he went for sale. So he killed killed Sarah. Now he was rich and he could have whatever would please um he could wear gold in front of folks that would tease uh yeah me a new neighborhood dad cats would roll up on me screaming yo rick my man uh he was so fly but uh you see a cop rolled up and was basically like make my day he told the cop relax brother but the cop already had proof that he had done it he had uh sarah's underwear with the fingerprints all on it this was the rise and fall of this guy's fast lifestyle ricky d whoever and now he's in jail doing life, and he's scared because some kids are going to snuff me cold, grease me when no one there. Uh, so basically, 
this is the moment he feared he's in prison and now someone's about to grease him. And what that means, he's about to get fucked. He's about to get raped. And the song ends with, this was the moment I feared. And then you hear him going like, turn around or whatever, and spread your cheeks. And then you hear, this was the moment I feared. And then Slick Rick literally makes the noise of him going, oh, stop, stop, stop. Oh, no. And it's like, I'm like, uh, the detail in it again, even as gross as that is at the end, um, it's just funny. It's just this wild tale uh, over this like real somber beat. And it's, again, it's right up there with children's story. Honestly, The Moment I Feared, it's a damn good song. So let's play that clip, The Moment I Feared, from Slick Rick, off the album, The Great Adventures of Slick Rick, 1988. Let's play that shit. Well, I'm sitting on my lunch break, grinning my teeth. It's the last day of the week. Boy, what a relief. Really? My muscles kind of ache. They felt rigid and stiff. So I looked around, then I smoked this big fat split. Now I'm happy as can be. I'm in this my head spell. I put some eyes in my eyes so that no one can tell. It's 12.55, almost time for the bell. Put the breakfast in the mouth so that the mouth don't smell. Now back on the job. I don't bother no one. And we are back, and that leads us into number five, a song called Let's Get Crazy. Um, so I do like every song on this album. There are obviously some that aren't up to par with some other ones. Like our first four songs to me are just classics, especially the last two, right? Maybe even the last three. Um, and now we got, let's get crazy. Slick Rick has said before, this is just album filler. You know, he's like, this is album filler. This is just album filler that he needed for the, for the album. So this is really like no true stories. It's kind of just him rapping, and the beat's very hype, so, you know, it's like, Doom, let's get crazy, get a little stupid, Doom, let's get crazy. Uh, so, again, the beat's very hype, and they got the Bomb Squad on it again. Not sounding like normal Bomb Squad, but nonetheless, Bomb Squad again. And he comes in like, well, it's me, Ricky D, and it's time to mingle. So wake up, world, and bust out my new single. I take dead bodies and I boost them live. Straighten them up, alert, because the rulers arrive. Uh, no, not Uncle Sam, but still I recruit as hip-hop commander of the people's troop. Um, and again, no stories. It's just kind of him boasting and bragging about how great he is, you know. Uh, and don't be boring, please not lazy, my jam's packed, so let's get crazy. Hitting that scratching from Vance right again, like, get, 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 get a little stupid, let's get crazy. And it's still a very, uh, it's, it's a very good song, and it's very catchy. Right. It's just, you know, story wise, you know, not like the other ones, you know, the original. That's the title I've earned. Anybody disagreeing, get burnt and learnt. Uh told the thief to straighten up as a humble hell. And I bring a little rhythm wherever I dwell because the because do- the door is wide open and I'm taking a chance as I dip through Europe and I'm going to France. Uh, and again, nothing crazy. And to some, this would be a little bit of uh, a song that you would pass over. And again, I don't pass over it. It's just a little bit of a break, I guess I would say. And it's a hype-ass song. So you can tell it's definitely a song that Def Jam's like, we need a hype song. We need something that can make people dance. This is definitely your dance track, you know. Uh, And that's pretty much the whole course of it. There's nothing that really sticks out lyric-wise. You know, he does have three verses. Even on his third verse, he's like, well, we're, we're last on stage, you know, the final chapter. Oh, Ricky, don't go, but you know that I have to, again, him saying, oh, Ricky, don't go, in a girl voice. Um, and, you know, if Martin Luther were here, he'd say, hey, Rick, I have a dream. 
And uh, if I'm at the jam, it must be pumping. People dwell, uh, dwell, or people dwell us uh, light, cause you know it's it's them I'm stomping. So it's a braggatocious song, and if you hear Slick Rick talk about it, he doesn't talk about it much. So let's go album filler next. You know, that's literally what it'll be. It'll be like, let's get crazy. It was album filler for the label. Next. Um, and again, not a bad song. It's a it's a hype track. It's a dance track. So, you know, that's all I really got to say about it. So let's play that clip. Number five, Let's Get Crazy from Slick Rick off the album, The Great Adventures of Slick Rick. Hit it. Well, it's me, and it's time to mingle. So wake up, world, and bust out my new single. I take dead parties and I boost them up live. So straighten up and be alert because the rulers arrive. No, but I can still recruit as of the people's troops. So true, be troopers and follow commands. Cause no one can rule like the ruler Rick can. Though some like it hot and some may like a shock. So let's get together. What I mean is right. And we are back. And, you know, I forgot another fun little fact. You always hear me on here when it's time for a clip say, hit it. You know, where do you think I got that from? Slick Rick. Just had to throw that in there because after I said that, I was like, you know, sometimes I don't even realize that I <laughs> I do things that uh, how much of uh, influence Slick Rick is on me. You know what I mean? Anyway, let's get into the next track. Number six. We're halfway through the album. Uh, there's 12 tracks on this album. Forgot to say that as usual. But we are on number six. We're halfway through. I knew this was going to be a longer episode because to dissect everything that Slick Rick does on this amazing album, you know, come on now. We got to go into it. Number six is a song called Indian Girl, an adult story. So this is a funny-ass story, right? Has it aged very well? Uh, Maybe not because obviously uh, we don't call Native Americans Indians anymore, right? Uh, Because that was we should have never did that to begin with. So the there are some parts of the song that maybe haven't aged so well, but the story itself that he tells is still funny. I always thought this was a funny-ass uh, song um, back in the day. This is one of those songs when I was talking about Fat Joe. Fat Joe always says that this was one that he would play a lot because it also made him laugh and he would be able to escape, you know. And just like Children's Story and The Moment I Fear, this one's also kind of just right up in there with them, too, when it comes to just stories. And this is why you can just lose yourself. There's actually someone made a story book to this album. Do you know that? Like, someone legitimately made a story book that you can get it and read these stories, like, as if they're full-on stories to the great adventures of Slick Rick. And so this uh, song is about Davy Crockett, okay? And he comes in singing, Davy Davy Crockett, king of the wild frontier. Yeah, Davy, Davy Crockett, king of the wild frontier. And he comes in and the beats, you know, kind of just like this happy sounding beat. Like, well, he's an Indian town. Well, he's an Indian town. And what spots his eye? A nice looking Indian and honey looked fly. He had to talk because he just couldn't hack it. She wore some moccasins and plus a rough leather jacket. He tat, um, he trotted over and invented a line. He said, excuse me, um, do you happen to have the time? All that was on his mind was sex, sex, sex. She's like, "You, well, why you ask? You got your own time, Max. And, you know, to poor Dave, that line was cold-blooded. It seemed like her ego was way over-flooded. Uh, she started to laugh, and she started to say, I'm sorry. Uh, sometimes I do get carried away. I didn't mean to ill-treat you. My name is Running Rabbit, and it's and I'm glad to meet you. He's like, yo, I'm Dave with Crazy Clout. 
She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know about you. You're the one that everyone, the girls keep talking about because you look like a winner. Why don't you come to my house and we can discuss it over dinner? Hits that little hook. Davy, Davy Crockett, king of the wild frontier. So now he goes over to her house. He meets her father, Big Chief Beretti, again. So we got running rabbit, Big Chief Beretti, again. Little insensitive on some things here. Just remember, this is 1988. Not an excuse, just saying. Um, so he's like, you know, what's for dinner? And they're like, soup and spaghetti. The dinner was rotten, and he thought he was going to puke. He would have never ate it if he knew he had cooked it. So now they're chilling in the bedroom, sitting by the window. And, uh, you know, he's like, uh, you know, because he's like, she must be hot. He's like, are you in the mood? And she's like, no, I'm not. Now, remember, when Running Rabbit is talking, it is, again, Slick Rick making a high voice going like, uh, my name is Running Rabbit, and I'm glad to meet you. He's really in his bag of tricks on in this one. So then when he goes, are you in the mood? She says, no, I'm not. And it's him, like, doing that. And it just goes so good together. He's he's so fucking good at what he does. Um, and so he assumes that when she says no, that really means yes. So uh, here we go. We're kind of getting a little rapey here, too. You know what I mean? So he starts touching her and singing sweet melodies in her song and then slick starts singing like davy crockett uh i'm in the mood for love simply because you're near me funny but when you're near me i'm in the mood no need to be rude but i'm in the mood for love so somehow this song just got her you know all of a sudden running rabbits like oh dave you got my poor back hurting i want you but let's close the curtains he closed the curtains then it was off with those drawers you know um, and running rabbits like, all right, just slow down, Davy. You're hurting. Stop, you know. And then he comes in like, well, he was playing with the titties. They were soft, not lumpy. And then he cracked her legs like Humpty Dumpty. He's fucking sucking. Also finger popping. He had no intention of stopping again. Now in the background, it's Rick making this high voice like moaning. It sounds like a porno. Like him going like, ah, ah. And it's I don't know. It's just funny. This shit's funny. Uh, you know, and he's just, he's going crazy. He's got her head between her tits. He could barely breathe. They're going, they're going. She's burning hot. And all of a sudden she goes, stop, stop. And he's like, well, what's wrong? Like, what's, what's going on? And she goes, I, I guess she didn't realize what she started. And she's like, um, you know, why don't you just stop? Cause I'll be acting strangely and kind of merry. And he's like, and she's like, stop now or I'll be unordinary. And he's like, whatever, I'm going to keep going. He rode that pussy to the morning in fact he rode the pussy till it started yawning then it makes yawning sounds and he's like wait what his dick went weak and then his day his dick said dave pussies ain't supposed to speak i guess dicks can but pussies can't i don't know he uh took off his clothes and he wanted to leave this place but first he wanted to see the vagina face to face he opened it up with his bare two thumbs and what did davy crockett see in running rabbit's vagina crabs with e- with spears and indian drums and uh and then he makes a very in- insensitive thing at the end of doing like a chant like an indian chant and uh again when i was younger i i thought this song was fucking hilarious i still think it's funny it is a little insensitive some of the things that he's saying obviously but uh besides all that if you take it for what the year is and obviously uh you know, we, we don't have this mindset like we did in 1988, and you shouldn't, you know, but sometimes you can look back. And if you just take the story for how it is, it's kind of funny. It's a little misogynistic, obviously, 
but basically he hooked up with this girl and she didn't tell him that she had crabs and she tried to stop him at one point but he's like ah we're in the middle of this we gonna go and then when he left he opened up the vagina and saw crabs with spears and indian drums um and doing an indian chant you know a native american chant uh so, you know, take it for what it is. I, of course, just look at it as an old story. I highly doubt Slick Rick uh, feels any certain way towards Native American people. Any of my Native American friends that have heard this song, they found it absolutely hilarious. So that doesn't mean that everybody of Native American descent would find this funny. So that doesn't obviously mean a goddamn thing. But uh, nonetheless, it's... It's another story that you can vividly just see goes right with children's story and the moment I feared. And it's just a funny song uh, to me. But anyway, let's play that clip. Number six, Indian girl, an adult story from Slick Rick off the album, The Great Adventures of Slick Rick. Let's go. Well, he's in Indian town and what spots is on? What? A nice looking Indian and honey look fly. He had to talk because he just couldn't hack it. She wore some moccasins and plus a tough leather jacket. He tried it over and invented a line. He said, excuse me, um, do you happen to have the time? All was on his mind was sex, sex, sex. So she said, why didn't you actually got your own time, Max? To poor old Dave, that line was cold-blooded. It seemed like her ego was way over-flooded. She started and we are back, and that leads us into number seven, his first single off the album, Teenage Love. Um, even though this is his first single, he has also stated before any of his singles came out that he had actually slid um, DJ Red Alert a, a copy of The Ruler's Back. So he always says technically The Ruler's Back was out first, but it was never released as an actual single and that the label was pissed because it was going all around town because DJ Red Alert played the shit out of it. But nonetheless, the first uh, technical single is teenage love uh jerry martin is the producer on this one and here's a kind of a thing about this song when i was younger i used to just skip right past this song i did uh record the music video this is another music video that i did record on the vhs that uh sometimes that old school hip-hop hour would play um but i couldn't connect with it you know when i was eighth grade freshman in high school I couldn't really connect to the song because I had never really had a true teenage love, a girlfriend that I quote unquote, you know, love when you're going through that teenage uh, where you're just like, I'm madly in love with you and you're the one I'm going to be with forever and how terrible it feels when you break up and when you go through through all that stuff. I couldn't connect with this song when I was younger. Now that I'm older and I've went through those relationships um, this song went from being a song that I skipped that I just couldn't understand to being one of the top songs on the album, to be honest with you. And it's a story of teenage love, you know, uh, again, heavily sampled in hip hop as well. Um, the music video has cameos from Big Daddy Kane in it. It's just it's it's a song that until you've experienced something like this, you can't really connect to. But all of us older folks now we understand because we've all been through that shit and you kind of look back and you can kind of laugh and you can kind of feel, you know, this song got me through some shit when I finally did have my first breakup. Um, and we've all been on each side where you're sick of someone and you break up with someone or you're on the other end and you're like trying so hard, but they're just pretty much done with you. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a shitty feeling. We've all been on each side. At least I have. Um, 
you know, and he comes in and the beats very, you know, 80s kind of. He said he wasn't trying to copy I Need Love from LL Cool J, but after I Need Love, a lot of rappers were like, I got to have a love ballad on my albums, especially if you were on Def Jam, right? Uh, unless you're Public Enemy. But um, <laughs> uh, so, you know, Teenage Love, he comes in, a teenage love, don't hurt me again. Don't, don't, don't hurt me again. You know, he comes in, here's, hey, sport, here's a thought from the old school crew, a serious situation we all go through. It deals with your feelings, so hear what I say. It's like a um, it's like a day, but nothing seems to go your way. Bust this. Two people, they really like each other. They say there is no one else, and he claims there is no other. The feelings are the same, and you receive the notion to reveal your inner thoughts and deeply hit emotions. You know, when you're like, you finally start to really reveal yourself to someone because you're like, this is it. I feel comfortable. You know, hits that hook, you know. Precious times, hoping they won't end. So, I mean, he's literally going through what the, what a relationship is like not only teenage love, but in general. We all know at the first, it's so amazing, you know, hoping they won't end. Tell your mother about your lover and also your best friend. You're mighty proud of each other. You're holding your hands. You tell your boys, yeah, that's my woman. And the girls are saying, yeah, that's my man. Uh, and it brings certain warmth to your heart, you know, and, um, you know, and, and all that stuff. And it's hard to turn back when the person uh, you were, but then later on problems start to occur. And the bond that used to combine you now turns into a blur. The feelings were the same, but now they're scorn. Uh, you love them too much and they don't love you anymore. Due to your attitude and the number because you're not being true. Or maybe they're just plain sick of seeing you, you know. So it's like maybe you weren't being true. Maybe they've just gotten sick of you, you know. It may seem strange, but you better take these hints right now and make a change. Teenage love, you know. Uh, and so... Just when you swore the ball was rolling, they're gone, and now part of your heart's been stolen. And now this is where Slick Rick's like, all right, so now it's it's come to an end, but you can't be down forever. I know it hurts, but get back on your feet with the hop and a skip. But no, you'd rather go with this dead relationship, hanging around and buying them stuff. You see them every darn day, yet don't see them enough. You follow them around, and they claim you a hawk, and when the conversation comes, you do all the talking, not to mention attention we all need a bit behind your back to saying yeah he's all I'm uh they're getting sick of you and quite annoyed and if you had plans for the future well they're now destroyed you saw what was happening and you and you still let it and if you ever let a let them make love to you girl you can forget it sweetheart you've been caught and it'll spread around town faster than you thought and break up time you receive the words yo this is from the heart and I know that part hurts Get over it. For now, don't take short slick. Uh, if it's not true love, then you shouldn't deal with it. Just think of the future and what is to come and pay attention to the words that are in this song. It goes, don't hurt me again. Don't, don't, don't hurt me again, you know. And then he sings the theme from Mahogany, you know. Do you know where you're going to? Do you like the things that I be showing you? Where are you going to? Do you know? And then it comes and breaks in, and it's just him going, Don't, don't hurt me again. Don't, don't, don't hurt me again. A teenage love. Um, and again, once you've went through it, this song really hits. Uh, and I was in a conversation, actually, and a Facebook page with a couple of people that we were talking about this particular song. And they were all saying the same thing. Like, I used to skip through this when I was younger, but man, 
after my first, you know, relationship when I was a sophomore in high school or whatnot, they're like, man, this song made so much sense, and I would just listen to it on repeat, and like, I get it, you know, this song was, it's, it's, it, it still remains true to this day, you know, we've all been there where you're trying too hard, they don't like you anymore, you know the inevitable's coming, and you're like, maybe I gotta stop this, and you know, you've been on the other end when someone's trying so hard, and you're like, you know, girl, this is done, you know, like, uh, and you're, you feel bad, but you know, you're going to break up with them. They know you're going to, and they're trying so hard and then you do, and it sucks, you know, but you know, you, you, at least at the end, he's like, you know, get over it. Don't take no shorts no more. You know, don't let it just rise up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and it's, it's a good message. It's a great song and it's aged very well. Uh, the original beat he was going to do it to, he said was much, much faster and up tempo. But he said he's glad he, they decided to go with a much more uh, somber beat because obviously that just fits the song much better. But uh, anyway, let's play that clip. A Teenage Love from Slick Rick off the album The Great Adventures of Slick Rick. Right about now. Hey, sport, here's a thought from the old school crew. A serious situation we all go through. It deals with your feelings, so hear what I say. It's like a day when nothing seems to go your way. Boss this, two people, they really like each other. He says there's no one else and she claims there is no other. The feeling's the same and you receive a notion to reveal your inner thoughts and deeply hit emotions. And we are back. And that leads us into our next song, number eight. Mona Lisa, and the stories just continue. You know, Teenage Love was kind of like a story too, but Mona Lisa's back to being a lot like the other ones I've already mentioned. Um, the Indian girl, Moment I Feared, children's story. So you, you get where I'm going. Anyway, this one has a funny intro. You know, it's like, uh, it's coming in like, ladies and gentlemen and lowlifes. It is with our outstanding pleasure that we are here to present tonight Slick Rick the Ruler and MC Ricky D doing their smash hit Mona Lisa, you know, like the picture. Anyway, I would like to take this time out to bow before his divine majesty, your majesty, and then you hear Ricky D or Slick Rick, you know, because again, he's doing everything. Mm -hmm. Can I kiss your hand? Mm -hmm. And then you just hear these like smooching and all of a sudden he's like, enough. And it's like, come your highness. They await you. Dun, 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 dun. And this beat's very high tempo, you know, and Slick Rick comes in. Well, it's one of those days, not much to do. I was chilling downtown with my old school crew. I went to the store to buy a slice of pizza and bumped into a girl. Her name was Mona. What? Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. So men named you. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I said, excuse me, dear. My gosh, you look nice. Porter, you... Put away your money. I'll buy the slice. She said, thanks. I'd rather slice of you. I'm just kidding, but that's awfully nice of you. Again, Slick Rick is doing the voice of the girl. And so, you know, this whole song is about Slick Rick bumps into this girl. But, you know, Ricky D is this, you know, king. And this is like, you know, uh, it's like a story of this majesty bumping into a peasant girl. And, you know, he starts talking to her, uh, you know, and he even says when he smiled, he almost blinded her, and she's like, Great Scott, are you a thief? Seems like you have a mouth full of gold teeth. And then he does like a laugh, like, Ha ha ha, had to find that funny. I said, No, child, I work hard for the money. Um, and calling me a thief, please don't even try it. Sit down and eat your slice of pizza and be quiet. Um, she almost got, you know, cut short, and he keeps going on. Um, and uh, 
And he's going on. Then he goes, uh, you know, MC Ricky D, not to be harsh, I said Mona Leahy. I'm sorry, and I know that's low class. Please sit. Tell me a little about your past. And then she starts telling about the past, which, again, is Slick Rick making a girl voice. You know, he's got courage. uh, uh, Well, I got courage and don't eat porridge. I've never been to college, but I got crazy knowledge. Over 18 and my eyes are green. I wear more more gold than that man on A-team. Trim, slim, and also light-skinned. Now, during this whole time, you can hear Slick Rick in the back going, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. And, you know, then she goes, best believe Mona's a virgin. Then he's like, a virgin? Honey needed a slap. She tried to tell me she a virgin with the yay wide gap. And then he's like, it doesn't matter. See, I'm not picky. Let me spell my name out for you. It's Ricky. R, ravishing. I, impress. C, courageous or careless. K, for the kangles, which I got that I wear every day. And why? Why not? You know, that's that part always I found funny. Um, so he's still sitting there talking with her. And then all of a sudden, his friend Trevor came in and said, "Hey, Rick, I don't want to see you playing with these snakes." And uh, playing with these snakes is a sin. Grabbed him by the shirt and pulled him right out of the store and said, "I don't want to see you playing with these low lifes no more." Now come along. We have a party to attend with some real mature women and some more of our friends. Thrusted him in a cab after he hailed it, and as they drove away, he could hear Mona singing. Now this is when they actually pitched uh, Slick Rick's vocals up. And then he sang this part, if you see me walking down the street and I start to cry, um, walk on by. Oh, it sings that part like uh, the hurt that you gave me when you said goodbye, walk on by. Uh, It's my favorite part of the song when he sings that little part and they pitched his vocals up. It's just it's cool. Again, such a such a great album. Anyway, let's play that clip. Uh, Mona Lisa from Slick Rick, The Great Adventures of Slick Rick. Let's go. Excuse me, dear. My gosh, you look nice. Put away your money. I'll buy that slice. She said, thanks. I'd rather a slice of you. I'm just kidding, but that's awfully nice of you. The compliment showed she had a mind in her. And when I smiled, I almost blinded her. She said, great Scott, are you a thief? Seems like you have a mouth full of gold teeth. Ha, ha, ha. I had to find that funny, so I said, no child, I work hard for the money. And calling me a thief. And we are back. I just also want to say that uh, Mona Lisa was produced by Slick Rick and Jerry Martin. Number nine is a song called Kit, What's the Scoop from Jerry Martin. And yes, this is Kit from Knight Rider. Uh, So this is a story about um, Knight Rider basically leaving Michael to go chill with uh, Rick. And there's been a theft and it makes for a very interesting story. You know, again, that's what he's known for. And these are all short little stories and um so it starts like kit where you going and again slick rick's doing all this sorry michael it's rick the ruler i have to go um and the beat's pretty like a little bit more rugged compared to the other ones not like super rugged but definitely not as up tempo as let's get crazy or anything like that and mona lisa was pretty up tempo too but anyway verse one lights camera action you on get him ricky d what's wrong the crowd's gone so now he's about to do a show but the crowd's gone so help me out kid kit because uh this thief has to be caught radio the chief of police get a report you know and the chief of police is like yo ricky there's nothing i can do you know and so he's like kit uh you gotta you gotta put this scan on all these rappers in new york and kit's like dude michael's calling me i have to go but if i get word you'll be the first to know He's like, okay, well, that night he felt uptight. The phone rings. Rick answers, yo, it's Vance Wright. Okay, throw on your clothes. I found him. They're downtown. So Vance Wright found him. It's time to go. 
He's like, all right, someone's having a concert and they're using your crown. So now someone stole Slick Rick's crown. They're like impersonating him, and they're they, that's what that's where the crowd went. He's like, are you sure it's mine? He's like, yeah, Rick, I know the shape of it. Come on, uh, you and Slick Rick's like, you know your scratches. And Vance is like, yeah. Plus, I got a tape of it. So they could. He gets. He rides his motorcycle over to Rick, uh, Slick Rick's house. Uh, Vance Wright does, and Slick Rick calls Kid. He's like, yo, forget Michael. Uh, we're gonna get in. Let's roll. You know, and let's 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 get the fuck out of here, basically. And uh, while they're in there, you know, Vance is like, yo, let me hear the tape. It's a complete masterpiece. Yeah, I guessed it. Um, and then he goes. He goes, yo, Kit, what do you think of this? You know, Kit, what's the scoop? Slick Rick, this one is it. Uh, goes into verse two. There's really no hook. Um, and, uh, you know, they go into verse two, and he's talking about how he's hungry and his tummy's growling, so they stopped at McDonald's, uh, gets a Big Mac and a strawberry shake. Um, someone snatched him by the neck, and he thought he must be dead, injected him with some poison and put a bag on his head. He felt weak. Um, and he went unconscious and when he came back alive, you know, cause they thrust him in a van, um, when he awoke, there was this lady and she's like, so you're the boss, uh, Rick, Rick with all the clout, uh, slick Rick with all the clout. And he's like, yeah, why am I tied up? What's this all about? So she left the room and he's like, fuck this. I got to get out of here. So he used his watch lighter. So now we got some like 007 shit going on. He jumps out the window. Someone threw a knife at him. Who could be that trife? Uh, and he ran, he basically ran out of the, he jumped out the window, ran for his life. He radioed his super delicate car kit. Uh, you know, what's up with the concert? Am I still in it to win it? He's like, yep, I'm in Manhattan. I'll be there in a minute. And then Kit's like, oh, by the way, I re-listened to your hit. Hey, Rick, what's the scoop? Oh, man, this one is it. You know, and so verse three, they come back in. And again, this is, it's, it's a fun little story. And it makes it interesting, you know. So they get to this place that this concert's going on. Security's tight, but don't worry. They're just going to fucking bum rush in there. And uh, so he comes in. He's like, let me go, let me go. So they find the guy. He handcuffed the brother because he couldn't be trusted. Grabbed all that money. Grabbed his crown. And then he dissed him. He went on the mic and the DJ, DJ Vance Wright, came on. He's like, I'm on the system. Warmed up the techniques. And basically got the crowd all going, you know. And uh, verse 4, he's like, yo, Vance, cut. Thanks a lot. Who want to die? We uh, we up top somewhere. Forget me not. The class that I have uh, the class that I have won't last. Soon as I blast from the, the past, dash fast. And here at last, Vance Wright, no man can bring, can bring you this. And Ricky Rick, clean shot because I'm the king with this. So, you know, they found the guy. He got his money back. They went and Nicole rocked the show. Thanks to DJ Vance Wright. Thanks to Kit from Knight Rider. Everything is good. They even escaped whoever it was that tried to get him poisoned and all that good stuff. And it all worked out. <laughs> so let's play that clip. Number nine, Kit What's the Scoop from Slick Rick off the great adventures of Slick Rick from 1988. Hit it. Lights, camera, action, you're on. Get it, Ricky Z. What's wrong? The crown's gone. So help me out, kid, because this thief has to be caught. Radio to chief of police, get a report. Chief of police said, Welp, I'm sorry, Ricky Z, because I really can't help. My dreads, I think I'll take a long walk. Kid, put your scan on all these rappers in New York. But Michael's calling me, Rick, I have to go. If I get a word, you'll definitely be the first to know. And we are back, and that leads us into number 10, 
his last single that he had on the album, Hey Young World. You talk about another song that has been sampled so many times. This is another one, Hey Young World. Uh, even the Lost Boys obviously use the same beat. Um, it's an ill beat. It's very high. It's, this song just makes you feel good. Every time I've listened to the song, it always makes me feel good. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's hard to describe, even though it's pretty much, it's not really like so much of a story. It's Slick Rick just kind of telling you like, hey, um, you know, do better. Basically, like, that's what you need to do. You need to do better. Uh, and it's like him trying to show the youth uh, to respect themselves, respect their parents and education, stay on the straight and narrow path, you know what I mean? Like, And even Slick Rick said, he's like, you know, I had a lot of stories, a lot of good things, but I also wanted to put like a positive message, you know, with a little bit of like a reggae twist on it, because it does have a reggae twist on this for sure. Um, and it's, dude, it ends up being one of the best songs on the whole album. Even with all these storytellers, you know, all this one always ranks up there. And, you know, when it comes in, it's like, guess who's back? And you hear it cutting. And then the song comes in, and it's such a good-sounding song. It always puts me in a good mood. And it's Slick Rick going, hey, young world, the world is yours. Hey, young world, the world is yours. Young world, young world, world is yours. Young world. Also, Nas has cited this for being uh, uh, something that what made him make the song The World Is Yours, just to say. Anyway, just showing Slick Rick's influence once again. And when he comes in, he's like, this rap here, it may cause concern. It's broad and deep. Why don't you listen and learn? Love, peace, happiness once was strong. But due to society, even that's turned wrong. Times have changed and it's cool to look bummy and be a dumb dummy and disrespect your mummy. Have you forgotten who put you on this earth and... Uh, who brought you up right and who loved you since your birth. Reward uh, reward is a brainwashed kid gone wild. Young little girls already have a child. Bad company and now you've been framed. Your parents are hurting, hurting and ashamed. You're ruining yourself and your mommy can't cope. Hey, little kids, don't follow these dopes. Uh, here's a rule for the non-fool. Your life don't drool. Don't be a fool like those that don't go to school. Get ahead and accomplish things. You'll see the wonder and the joy life brings. Don't admire thieves because they don't admire you. Their time limited. Their time's limited. Hard rocks too. So listen, be strong. Scream whoopee-doo. Go for yours because even dreams, dreams come true. And you'll make your mommy so proud, so proud of you too. And this is the meshes that the ruler Rick threw, and it's true. Um, so, you know, stay in school. Make your parents proud. And over this fun little beat, you know, uh, uh, and it comes in, you know, the chorus, you know what, you know what, we likes to party sampling himself, you know, basically you'll peep this, verse two, hey, Mr. Big Shot, don't you look fly, uh, but you don't have a dollar, oh my, 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 you know, I've always loved that part, I should have said also in the last verse, you know, their time's limited, Hard Rocks 2, uh, OC's monster song uh, that he sampled that in, it was his Time's Up, you know, one of the most classic hard-ass hip-hop beats ever. Anyway, um, and so he comes in verse 2, uh, like I said, don't have a dollar, oh my, my, my. You've been fighting again and you forgot why. Hey, kid, walk straight, master you high. Why? You know, he's like singing. There's a lot of cool 
background uh, dubs going on in this song because you make your family cry. And all jokes aside, are you in good health? You know, have you really checked yourself? You're a disgust. You know someone that I can't trust? You'd steal mom's welfare and go and buy some dust. You know, big shot, you're not. Um, you know, why don't you get a real job? And while you're at it, get a, you get a suit. You know, you go steal and rob, and while you're at it, go get a suit for a job. Um, you know, you're acting like the, the urge is demanding. Come on, wake up, have some understanding. Society's a weak excuse for a man. Um, it's t- it basically, you know, going out there instead of robbing, stealing, uh, and buying dust, why don't you go get a fucking job? You know, believe it or not, the Lord still shines on you. He guides you, watched you as you grew. Um, don't live in a world of hate, 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 pull yourself together and get your life straight. Uh, if you smoke crack, your kids will smoke crack tomorrow. Uh, so be mature, be more mature and kids do your chores, you know, Make your make your own money and be proud. That's yours, cause that's what makes a man. You know what I'm saying? Stay out of trouble from what comes in sight, and uh, you know a man never loses a fight in God's sight, cause righteous laws are overdue. And this is a message that the ruler Rick threw, and it's true. So it's funny, cause some of this sounds like it's like a Saturday special, you know, after school special. You know, stay in stay in school, do your chores, whatever. But it doesn't come across like that. Maybe it's cause of the beat. Maybe it's cause of the way Slick Rick presents it. It doesn't come across as preachy, and it's just a great song. And the way it goes out is just dope. Um, Yeah, one of the best on this album. So let's play that clip. Hey, Young World, from Slick Rick, off the album, The Great Adventures of Slick Rick. Let's go. It may cause concern. It's why don't you listen and learn? That once was strong, but you to society, even that's turned wrong. Times have changed. Hey, it's cool to look bummy and be a dumb dummy and disrespect your mommy. Have you forgotten? Who put you on this earth, huh? Who put you out And who loved you since your birth? Reward is a brainwash. And we are back, and that leads us into number 11, a song called Teacher, Teacher. So this is, if there was one song that I would say is definitely the weakest song on the whole album, it would be this one, right? You want to know what Slick Rick had to say about this song when they were running through the album with them? You know, at least with Let's Get Crazy, goes, that's album filler. You know, whatever. They got to this song, they're like, and what's what, what about this song? His response was, never happened, next. So, I mean, so that kind of gives you uh, what Slick Rick thinks about this song. He literally goes, never happened, next. I don't think it's that bad. Again, I do think this album is flawless. Um, and what keeps it from being in, if yes, it's in my top 10, but it probably wouldn't be in my top five. And maybe it's because my top five of all time is going to be albums that straight through every song is literally on par with each other. Uh, teacher, teacher is what keeps this one out of being a top five of all time to me. Um, but again, I never skipped it. It's just, it's just, uh, not that. It's just a song that doesn't really stay with you like the other ones. Even Let's Get Crazy stays with you because it's so, you know, danceable, I guess you would say. And this one is just him, basically, that there's other rappers that are trying to get him to teach them how to rap. You know, that's the, pretty much the the whole part of the story. Comes in, he's been a public figure for quite a while and known to the whole world for his uh, style of rhyme and... Tonight, he's going to talk about the ones that bite. Uh, They bite another to boast their own name, Uh, get paid correct, uh, one-way gimmick, that type of shit. 
The hook is pretty catchy, you know, teacher, teacher, tell me how you do it. It looks so easy like there was nothing to it, but they don't understand that a master will be the creator of the style, Ricky D, you know, talking about him being the creator of the style. Um, when he walked to the party, Coke snorters, uh, when he walked into the party, Coke snorters laugh uh, as the girls be crazy coming to just to get an autograph, you know. They seem to admire his new style of rapping. And the brothers around me in vanity, they're snapping. You know, the girls say, wow, Rick, you're so unique. Please tell us how you organize the words you speak. Uh, but my will says chill, and I go up on my way because classes be taught another day. So he is in his persona of him being like, I don't have time to teach you uh, the great ways that I do. Teacher, teacher, tell us how you do it. Um, you know, and then the, the, my favorite part of the song is he's like, well, I remember one night when uh, the world was dead quiet and out of nowhere some boy starts a riot. They tore off my clothes. Uh, they, I had to throw blows. The shotgun barrel was dead on my nose. I froze. It was Bigfoot and toes. Yep, a bunch of small timers uh, that would be at his show surrounding the ruler with uh, machetes too. They said, if you don't teach us how to rap, you're through. He said, okay, okay, please let me go. But then he's seeing an officer and the officer, see, uh, you know, he was like, freeze. He said, yo, Slick Rick, are you okay? Slick Rick had to play it off because, you know, there were some girls looking away. So he smacked one of them in the face and said, I won't retire. And years from now, I'll just be getting higher. For I am the master, it's said and done. My name is Ricky D, and I'm the only one. They say, teacher, teacher, tell me how you do it. Seems kind of simple, like there was nothing to it. You know, it goes into that again. Uh, that's my favorite verse from the whole song. There is a verse four. Um, where he just kind of continues going on about how great he is, uh, why he's so goddamn good, why you wish you could be as good as him, how people try to get, you know, they they want him to teach him how to rap, uh, don't try your luck, because the ruler's annoyed, uh, you know, basically, if you step to him, the world will be destroyed, uh, it doesn't matter if you're muscle-bound, whatever you are, it doesn't doesn't matter, Uh, so, you know, don't just don't even try pay attention to his syllables if you want to try then you just got to pay attention to him but he ain't gonna take you away and teach you 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 gotta learn for yourself because that's what slick rick did you know what i'm saying um even though he hates it i don't think it's as bad as he says it's definitely probably the weakest song on the whole album but i don't know it's still catchy it's still there uh and yeah you know you you decide let's play that clip number 11 teacher teacher from slick rick off the album the great adventures of slick rick Play it. Well, I've been a popular figure for quite a long time. Known to the whole world for what? My style of rhyme. But tonight, let's talk about the ones who bite. Although they know they won't never get it right. Because they have no class. And they have no shame. They'll bite another brother to boost their own name. Get paid correct on a one-way gimmick. I'm happy for your low life, but remember, there's a limit. Society. Society. Teacher, teacher, tell me how you... And we are back with the last song. And man, I tell you, Slick Rick saves some of the best for for last, Okay. This one is called Lick the Balls, okay? Um, and this song, he said he, he had the storytelling, he had the positive song. This one, they were like, why don't you just go fucking kill them, you know? Go out there and show them why you, you are a lyrical beast. Kill these motherfuckers. And he's like, gotcha, the bomb squad hooked up the beat. Um, and this song, yeah, it goes hard, you know what I mean? Uh, another fun fact, Tech 9 has said that this is the song that made him start to rap fast. And it's funny because when you listen to this, you, you'll be like, well, Slick Rick isn't rapping fast at all. 
You know, it doesn't seem like it. Okay, well, compared to Tech 9, who can rap at a fucking rapid speed, that's insane. But this is what basically inspired him to be like, oh, I want to I wanna try to rap fast and then get rap faster. You know what I mean? And so it comes in, and we got some lines that are monumental lines, been sampled a lot, like all this shit has been. Excuse me, I'm trying to earn a mere, I'm trying to earn a mere buck or two. A solemn rapper coming, and who the fuck are you? Around this part of Dama Diamonds and your girl with fur? I'm trying to enter in this rap contest you're having, sir. So it's him being like, I'm entering in this rap contest. I'm going to fuck this shit up. He's kind of late. He had a flat tire, you know, and uh, you can pay him now. And I hope he does. He, and I love this part. I hope I don't mess up and run out of breath or even break. Don't worry, hun, you hit. I'm hotter than a fucking brick. Uh, that one is dope. Uh, but what do you think, Van? So he's talking to Vance, and Vance writes like, please, no one can serve us. Wish me luck, dear. I'm scared and I'm nervous. So who stands? Who falls? Who who crowds the halls? This one the DJ calls. Lick the balls, you know, and it goes in and it's got a dope ass Vance Wright's cutting up. And he comes in. And it's Again, it's just him boasting and bragging and he's kicking some dope lyric. Coming in, you know, now every time I write dope raps and come kicking it. Now you know the title of this, so start licking it. Lips be kicking it. Hey, bitch, there's a brick in it. Uh, so when you think you're prepared, keep sticking it. Now they come to spike, to fight, take it light. Now who now who the one you're trying to be like with all your might? You know, obviously Slick Rick. Uh, you know, don't worry, think as Ricky Rick will bring home the goods. You know, and it's that chorus, who stands, who falls, who crowds the halls. This one the DJ calls, lick the balls. Uh, verse 3 is kind of more of the same shit, you know. Shouting out Vance Wright adds help. You know, he's improving it. Thank gosh, Rick. We love the way you're moving it. Who's who's hitting hard or who's hitting rough in 88? I bet your mama knows. Back slap you all down like y'all with dominoes. Remember when I said in the smooth assassin? Uh, dominoes from the granddaddy IU. That's where he samples that, you know. Back slap you all down like y'all with dominoes. Um, and this, you know, everyone loves this song. You know what I'm saying? Uh, verse four is kind of the same. Go, Vance Wright. Go slick, Rick, uh, you know, rolling in like that. Uh, you know, shit on these motherfuckers. I tell them who the fuck I am. My name is Rick, but you know who's ruling it. Pump the world up. My DJ puts fuel in it. This is basically just slick Rick Boston, Vance Wright. You know, they're just like, look, we're here to shit on you motherfuckers. I ain't just known for storytelling. I'm here to enter in this rap contest. I'll battle you motherfuckers. I'll rip you apart. Lick the balls. You know what I'm saying? Always been a favorite of mine and a favorite of everyone else, and it's a great way to lead off there, you know, to end the album. Uh, again, when it comes to where all these songs are at, it's perfect. I will say that. They're all perfect where they're at, and to end it on Lick the Balls is a perfect ending. So let's play that clip, number 12, Lick the Balls, from Slick Rick, off the album, The Great Adventures of Slick Rick. Let's go. Excuse me, I'm trying to earn a mere buck or two. A silent rapper come in. And who the fuck are you? Around this part of town with diamonds and your girl and fur. I'm trying to enter in this rap contest you're having, sir. You're kind of late. Flat tire. Well, let's do a cut. Well, all right, pay me now and you'll be after her. I hope I don't mess up or run out of breath or even Rick. Don't worry, hun, you hit them harder than a fucking brick. But what do you think, Vance? Please, no one can serve us. Wish me luck, dear. I'm scared and I'm nervous. And we are back, and that is the end of this amazing album, right here um you can hear even if you don't like old school hip-hop i mean this one is just this one sticks out you know uh, i to me the top 10 of 88 that i had all those albums stick out to me it was such an amazing year of hip-hop the best year of hip-hop 
I always speak very highly about 1993, but 1988 is by far the greatest year of hip-hop. Uh, the first real big explosion where there were so many different styles of rapping. You know, this album doesn't sound anything like Critical Beatdown, doesn't sound anything like Public Enemy. Uh, they all sound so different from each other, and they're all amazing in their own right. Um, I just love the stories in this album. I really do feel like it's just an audiobook of short stories. Some songs are even shorter stories in one, and it's just amazing. Slick Rick is one of the greatest rappers of all time and by far the greatest storytelling rapper of all time but you know what i got to do i gotta pick three songs that i consider the weakest songs and take them off the album and i gotta pick my top three so we start with the bottom three uh it shouldn't really come as any surprise for some of these right so i am gonna pick number five let's get crazy definitely gonna be one that i take off uh it's just yeah i mean compared to the other ones and the way he feels about it obviously it's coming off i am also gonna take number 11 teacher teacher off not because slick rick doesn't like it it just is the weakest song on there i think i like let's uh let's get crazy better than teacher teacher i think teacher teacher is the worst song on the album but i also don't think it's that bad of a song then that leads me with, what am I going to pick for number three? Back in the day, it would have been Teenage Love, okay? If you would have asked me this 10 years ago, 15 years ago, whatever, I would have been like, Teenage Love is the worst song. I don't feel that way anymore. So I would actually pick number nine, Kit, What's the Scoop? It is an interesting story. It is good beat-wise, though. I think it lacks a little bit compared to the others, and that's why I would pick it, not for the story, and nothing and it, it's just I had to pick three right that's what we do so to go through it again I'm going to take number five let's get crazy off I'm going to take number nine kit what's the scoop off and I'm going to take number 11 teacher teacher off the album that get, brings me to what is my top three all the rest of these songs could literally be a top three right but to me it's a definitive top three and for me it's not even close Number three, Children's Story, is the best song on this whole album. Uh, no questions asked. It's my favorite Slick Rick song of all time. So, obviously, it's in the top three. Uh, probably my second favorite Slick Rick song of all time is The Moment I Feared. So, number four, The Moment I Feared, is also going to be on there. I think it's just an amazing song. Uh, and I think it's right up there with Children's Story. Maybe back in the day, I would have picked Indian Girl and Adult Story. It hasn't aged that well, though, right? In this climate that we're in nowadays, that song hasn't aged the greatest. It's still a really good story, and it's not in the bottom three, but it's not in my top three. I also look at Mona Lisa as being a very uh, top three song, as well as The Ruler's Back, right? But for me, Hey Young World is definitely a top three song off this album. Um, it's just the vibe you get, the message, everything about that song is really, really good. So to go through it again, my top three, number three, Children's Story, number four, The Moment I Feared, and number 10, Hey Young World. That's my top three, personally, but you could pick any of these other songs, and I'd be like, for sure, yeah, that's, unless you don't have Children's Story and The Moment I Feared in there, I'd kind of be like, yeah, I don't know how you can't have Children's Story in your top three, but nonetheless, everyone's different, and everyone's entitled to their opinion, but I just want to sincerely thank everyone for rocking with me for 50 episodes. Uh, to all the new people that are listening, welcome. 
uh, and to my uh, dedicated fans that do still listen, big up. I appreciate you all. And I plan on doing another 50, and we're going to do another 50, and we're going to hit that 100, and we're going to keep rolling. We're going to keep bringing the noise every Monday because that's what we do. And obviously, I had to hit you with a monumental album this week for my 50th episode, Slick Rick. Guy's a fucking legend. This album, legendary. So, as always, make sure you click subscribe, like, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Bring the Noise Podcast. I am your host, Straight the Clippa. And until next week, I am Audi 5000. Peace. One, two, three.